What? Kubrick overrated. All all around, like across the board. Well, again, not a bad filmmaker. Kubrick's a lot overrated. I don't know, everyone has an opinion that just happens to be mine. I'm not I'm not hating on Kubrick's the guy. Kubrick's worst movie. Kubrick's worst movie. Yeah. The moon landing. <laughs> well played. Welcome to another episode of 24 frames per second. My name is Felipe Balamanos. And this is Peter Hames. 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 Peter Hames. And how you feel about... Um, why well, I can't remember the movie title. I'll get there. The shiny oh, full metal jacket. Record, full metal jacket. Great half a movie. <laughs> Agre agreed. I actually agree with you there. Uh, Kubrick's best film is probably The Shining. No, that's why Shut is a great movie. Clockwork, I was going to say. Clockwork, Clockwork is his best film. But see, I find anything made before 1970. 1970. Sure. It's in a different class of film. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was a definitely an evolution, just, it's but it's just good. Look, again, yeah, I, I, I don't want people to start thinking I'm hating on Kubrick. He's a piece of shit. He hates Kubrick. It's, he's an anti Semite. <laughs> <laughs> was Kubrick Jewish? Horrible, horrible, horrible. He was, I right? Know. I don't know. Oh, he was Polish. I don't know. If you're an anti uh, white. No, no. There are, they're just my opinion, there are better filmmakers, and to revere him in such a level, like, a, a, such an extent is I don't revere Kubrick at all I, I I don't even revere 2001 I know I always put up a big fight but like yeah I watched it again recently and I mean it holds visually sure but as a film it's just a, it's it's less of a film and it's more of a visual experience right like, uh, uh, we, I was actually talking about this with someone yesterday it is beautiful though uh, especially con day. if you consider when it was made yeah and thematically it's very interesting like it's so, so Kubrick I is not like we were talking about this before the show. Okay. Uh, Scorsese, no, sorry, Coppola is a director's director. Right, right. He's the artist. He's the the artist, but he's so inter like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He's so heavily invested in his own characters. It's almost as if he knows them. The way he, what's the word? I'm what, what am I trying to fucking say? I'm trying to say that he he's emotionally attached to the project. Yeah, of course. But uh, any director should. Like, yes, yes, I agree. But to a different, not extreme or level, but in a different fashion. Whereas Kubrick, Kubrick was in love with his vision. Not the story or the film or the character, his vision. Which I'm not saying is a bad thing. That's why he's famous for like so many takes and that kind of stuff, right? There's clearly like a, a psychopath under all that, like <laughs> just trying to, to work through some trauma. And that's fine. I'm not judging that. But Coppola is a director's director. Kubrick is an artist's director. Do you understand the, the difference I'm trying to make? Look, I mean, I understand the difference you're trying to make. I just, I don't, I'm not saying I disagree. I just, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I mean, um, listen, I don't appreciate your tone. Who's <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you got to hit me with that Tommy Lee Jones line. I cannot sanction your buffoonery. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what were you going to say? Sorry, I, got, I went off on a tangent there. It's because I've been watching The Offer. Yeah. Because you told me to watch The Offer. I For anyone who's watching this, uh, find a way to get Paramount Plus just to watch. No, it's on Prime. Is it on Prime? Yeah, like regular Prime. Prime? I'm watching it on Prime. Okay, all right. Yeah. Unless uh, it's like a stack thing. No, no, it's not on stack. Stack doesn't have good shows. All right. I so only pay for stack so I can watch. You don't have Paramount as a channel on Prime. Or maybe that's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah, that's, that's what, what it I watch. Yeah, so yeah, it's on yeah. Paramount Plus, a Paramount Plus original. It's called The Offer. It is a the story of the making of The Godfather. Yeah, pretty much through true. through the through the eyes of because uh, look, there's conflicting, you know, yeah. what happened. It's but through, this, the through the eyes of, the eyes of producer. Albert S. Ruddy, who was Montreal represent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> born in Montreal, uh, essentially first 
ah, he had made something before, but really he his made first. Made Ogan's Heroes. He made Ogan's Heroes on TV, and then he produced oh, one yeah. film, uh, a uh, biker with uh, Robert Redford. With Robert Redford, which kind of came and went. Uh, uh, something House, Milky Mouse. What the fuck was it called? It had a stupid title. It doesn't even have a poster on IMDb. I looked into it. It's no, just, it does. It doesn't. It, does. it, it does. doesn't. Look, it's going to check right now. It's impossible. I know it, it does. It is impossible, sir. Hold on. I, uh, he's going to check. I, I'm, I, we're going to wait silently I, I on this remember, podcast. No, no, but I remember it had a silly, silly, silly title. Uh, it was called, it was called, it was called, it was called. Hold on. He's he's just spiraling right now. He's not even looking at it. L- Little Faust and Big Halsey. Yeah. Little Faust, Little Faust and Big Halsey. Yeah, yeah. With uh, Robert Redford. Oh, it does have a po- poster. Yeah, it does have it's a poster. It's an imposter. <laughs> Michael Chain Pollard. <laughs> Robert Redford. Lauren Hutton. He's still alive, huh? Robert Redford's yeah. still, yeah. Robert Redford's still, still doing it, man. Rob Redford is, uh, he's still producing. Um, I don't think he's directed anything in a while. And as an actor, um, I mean, he was most recently Alexander Pierce in the, like, the Avengers, Captain America, oh, right. Winter right. Soldier. Right. Right. Yes. Okay, so back to the offer. Fantastic. Uh, through the eyes of uh, Al Ruddy. Al Ruddy. If you make films, if you love films, if you love behind the scenes. You like film history. You like film history. If you're a film buff, watch it. If you love The Godfather, watch, watch it. it. If you're uh, a Goomba Paisan uh, who loves the Italian stuff, watch it. You'll probably enjoy it. Racism. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. They're Goomba Paisans, yeah. It's it's so... Look, I've never been a, a Godfather guy. Like, I'm not oh, one wow, of those really? guys yeah. who's like, wow, The Godfather. I Mostly because I didn't remember it at all. Okay. And I have a, I have a weird relationship with, with uh, mobster films in general. I would argue... Based on what I remember and what I've started rewatching, it's not really a mobster film, no. uh, The Godfather. It's something much more than that. But like, even like, so Goodfellas stands above everything else to me because it's fine, yeah, it's fuck, man. Yeah. It's just it's such a well crafted film. But in general, like The Sopranos, for example, I just like I understand why people love it. I, I especially understand why Italian people love it. Like, if let's be serious. But they, th- these are the same people who would like suggest The Sopranos to me, who would suggest, you gotta watch The Godfather, even though I had seen it. You gotta watch XYZ Mafia movie. Right, okay. You know, these, you know these guys. Yeah, there are guys like that who are like, here's the thing, a lot of these guys- They're the uh, same guys who love Scarface. Right, the wrong so movies. there we go, yeah. yeah. So I get really mad when someone is like, when someone utters The Godfather and Scarface in the same breath. Now, The Godfather- I mean, look, Pacino's in- He's in both, but that's not the point. The Godfather is certified masterpiece, mm-hmm. in my opinion. And actually, no, I'm not going to shit on De Palma or Scarface. You, in my opinion, I don't think you can cut anything out of The Godfather. Scarface, you can cut a lot out of the film. Scarface is a very different story. Don't forget, Scarface is a remake of a 1930s film. Yeah. Um, James, James Cagney, I think. Um, also called Scarface. Um, and, and that one is again, uh, so, so uh, hold on, let me just backtrack here. Yeah, we've got a little Godfather is a movie about family, mm-hmm. point blank. Scarface is a movie it's more about- more than that, but yeah. But Scarface is a movie about, uh, an immigrant's opinion of the immigrant American story. dream, yeah. right? So in that sense, both movies are great. Scarface is not on the level- of the Godfather, of the no. Godfather, at all, in my opinion, in performance. Look, Pacino's awesome in it, but I find him a hundred times better as because he's Michael Corleone. Yeah, as Michael. 
Uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's the two edges of Pacino. One is the, ah, no, one, yeah, <laughs> one's the quiet, you know, like, oh, that nasally voice. So. Yeah. The, the casting of young Pacino is great, yeah, yeah. by the way, in, in, the, the in the offer, yeah. Okay. All the, ca the casting is... That's, 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 my, that's my family, Kay. It's, it's, it's not me, right? With that kind of... And then you go to Scarface with the over-the-top accent, yes. you know? <laughs> what is that accent in Scarface, <laughs> right? you get that scar, you need bougie. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, that's the thing. So the, the same people who would utter The Godfather and Scarface in the same recommendation are the people who my whole life have been like, you got these movies, they're still Yeah, good. they're so ah, hyped. They're, they're so hyped on those movies. Rocky. Yeah, yeah. Like, Rocky Three. Well, they're hype on, you know these, I mean? on these, you know male-dominated... bravado Yeah, stories. Things, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I was always like, nah, I don't want that. You know, like, I want to see something else. And I think I shied away from organized crime, like... Not Omerta? Is Omerta the right word? No, Omerta is something else. Yeah, yeah. What is that? Well, there's two things. There's, Cosa Nostra type well, stuff, Cosa, right? Nostra, Cosa Nostra is the Sicilian mafia, because that's what it means. It means our thing. Yeah. So, like, Italy has yeah, their yeah, thing, yeah. and we have our thing, Cosa Nostra. Right now in Italy, it's uh, uh, what do you got? The, the Camorra, right? That's the anyway. It right now in Italy, it's probably the Albanian mob. Let's be serious. <laughs> no, no, it's still the Camorra. <laughs> uh, anyway, my point is, I've shied away from that. Like the Sopranos, I understand why people loved it. I also, really do. also not about. I mean, it is a mob really story, it is, but it it's is. not about that. But the people that, who yeah. told me you gotta watch the Sopranos were like, "Bro, they're mobsters." But did you watch the Sopranos? I watched two seasons. I didn't dislike it, but I never like Gandolfini. Yeah, every scene he's in, I'm I'm there. But I just it wasn't for me. I, I don't know why. Like I have the same opinion of Breaking Bad. I will, I think whoa, that if whoa, whoa, Breaking whoa, whoa, whoa. Bad wasn't Breaking Bad is not a good show. You know what Breaking Bad is? Breaking Bad is a phenomenal performance. That's what it is. Breaking, That's what Breaking break, Bad is. Breaking Bad is also a very good show. No, it's not a bad I, I, show. I'm gonna I'm It's gonna, not a bad show. You're about to see me strike Phil, guys. No, guys, I'm telling you, <laughs> when we were watching it and the whole world was like, Breaking Bad is the ultimate in television right now, there were parts of me and I was like, I'm watching scenes, especially scenes that involve um, his brother-in-law. What's the actor's name? Dean Norris. Dean Norris, right? Especially after he gets, uh, I don't want to spoil anything if you haven't seen Breaking Bad, where he's in the, you know? Dean Norris is awesome. Dean Norris is awesome, but I'm watching him in these scenes and his little fucking... Uh, what are they called? Adobe homes in like the fucking desert, you know? <laughs> and I was like, the cinematography in this scene, like the beginning of the episodes always had these incredible cold opens. The cinematography was amazing. Just the way it was crafted was beautiful. But then the rest of it almost felt like I was watching the fucking office sometimes. Oh my God, I'm going like, to hit you in the face. You can see where it falls off. You can no, see it visually. It's there. There's, there's nothing happening visually. And you're like, okay, maybe they're going for like an awkward feeling with a, with a wide, long shot. And you're like, no, nothing's happening. Oh, we just cut away from it. Listen, while like, what while, the fuck? while I'll give He's you the same guy who gave me the scorpion last episode. While I'll give you that it is a is a character driven. Yeah, it is. And 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 you know, and the plot advances in its own way, but it's it's also look that that show will always have a special place because it's one of the shows that it's rare to see this where. Let me be clear though, I don't dislike Breaking Bad. Okay, fine. Okay, yeah, it's an entire five season arc for one character yes. which is brilliant you it's, know what i mean it's a masterpiece of writing it's a masterpiece of acting but as a show when you start bringing in those visual elements to what is happening what, uh, with, it, with the exception of certain episodes i'm guessing right the exception of certain okay. episodes absolutely because ryan ryan johnson's episodes are ryan johnson's episodes stand fantastic. above the rest yeah. they're different is that a scorpion episode that's his no i, that's scorpion I, 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 I don't remember to tell you yeah anyways i'm saying 
Breaking Bad. Wait, how did I get into Breaking Bad? What are you talking about? Shows, Sopranos, and... Uh, and uh, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, Classic. Sopranos didn't do it for me. You know what? Let's. We got something to celebrate today. Um, yeah. Happy birthday. Uh, th- <laughs> Happy name day? No, this past Thursday, the, the writer's strike ended. Yes. Uh, the actor's strike. The actor's strike me, is ended. over. The studio's won. <laughs> no, 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 the studios. I haven't read wait. what happened. Uh, I have. Like, I don't know the details as well. No, I wanted to talk Is about that. Your hair. background, really? Yeah, that's a picture I took of you like a long time ten ago. years ago. That's right. Yeah, you're, I like you're still fooling yourself. So it's a picture of himself. As some details of the agreement, more of which likely will emerge in the next few days. Sure, sure. Um, in a message, in a message to members Wednesday night. The union said the pact is valued at over $1 billion. Okay. Includes pay increases higher than what other unions received this year. A quote streaming... I love how they included that. Yeah, they got more money. A quote streaming participation bonus hmm. and new regulations on AI. Uh, this tentative deal also includes higher caps on health and pension funds, compensation bumps for background performers, and quote critical contract provisions protecting diverse communities. If this deal is ratified, which it was, uh, the contract could go into effect. Uh, and uh, there we go. You know, I mean, now we're, we're seeing a mad rush of projects. Uh, yeah, yeah I've noticed. Think, There's all kinds uh, of things popping up everywhere. You know, I read the other day was that Stranger Things is jumping into like immediately into the production of the final season. Had they not started production already? And they, they, had, they had, they had it. Oh, okay. Yeah. But what makes me laugh is that <laughs> you put yourself in an actor's shoes right now. You're on strike. Your union representatives are, are dealing with this, and you know when they go to the table, and they've gone to the table, what, like five, six yeah, times? Yeah. And you kind of just, uh. So do you think, I'm positive that a lot of them are just like, I guess we're just chilling for a while, and like everyone's, you know, Thursday, they're like, ah, they're gonna go to the table again, let's let's book a vacation. And then they get the text from like their agent, nah, the strike's over, <laughs> gonna get back and we're I wonder, yeah, jumping I'm, the sure, I'm sure like some of them did. Cause like, I know if I take a vacation, that night before I go, like a two-week vacation, the night before I go back to work, I'm like, ah, uh, fuck, right? And yeah. I wonder... It's not the if same if you're I, on I strike, know, though. I know, but I wonder if... Maybe. Yeah, I mean, actors it's possible. Are like, I've noticed I that do this. anytime I take time off, this is super random. Like, I'll, I'll plan a year ahead. I'm like, okay, next summer, I want to do a month. Okay. I want to do a month in Greece, I'm going to fuck off, whatever. So I, I spend the entire year scheduling things to end right before I leave, right? And then about a month before, I'm like, there's nothing coming. We're good. I've pushed everything into September. Nice. August. The August. day I'm at the airport, I get like a massive project. I'm like, uh-oh. That like requires my attention while I'm on vacation. So it's one of those like, you can't not ever, you can't plan a vacation no, if no. you're in any kind of entertainment. Like things just happen. That's it. That's you never it. know. So that's what I'm saying. It's gonna be fun. Look, I'm I'm really I'm really jazzed. I'm really excited about uh, projects getting back. I'm glad that this is over. Hopefully, a lot of projects um, survived this. You know, because I know some. I mean, some it helped a lot of projects too. Like stuff that came out like a year or two ago, or maybe six months that hadn't gotten the the, the pop culture penetration that it needed. Now people are watching it. Yeah, because they're running do, out of shit to watch. Well, yeah, and yeah. there's no fucking network shit to distract you oh it's crazy how nobody know you forget network anyone i mean the delay in in new content that's going to come out we're not feeling it now because everything that we are watching now was made you know a year ago or whatever so i'm very well curious. no but for network stuff we're feeling it we're feeling it yeah, big yeah. time on yeah, yeah. it's all reality there's tv nothing. there's nothing yeah. no uh, but i don't really watch a lot of network stuff i watch one network show i think uh, what do you watch? the rookie yeah that's me too it, you know? uh 
I don't watch a bunch of stuff, but I don't. Yeah. And I also will watch anything. Like I watched, by the way, I watched. It was called. I think it was called Beautiful Disaster. The film. The the like young adult novel thing, or the like the, the... yeah. So I, I didn't know what it was. She just had it on. I'm like, okay. So I sat down. I was like, I think it's like witchcraft or some shit. No, there's no witchcraft. No, 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 there's no witchcraft at all. It's a it's a Vegas story at its core. It's a Vegas. Oh, I'm thinking of Beautiful Creatures. My bad. Oh no, not... yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Never mind. Beautiful, beautiful disaster. disaster. Yeah, and I'll, I'll make. I'll tell you a joke about Beautiful Creatures after. Okay. Uh, so I'm watching this. I'm like, what is this garbage teen romance? So she's obviously gonna fuck him. Like, like what is this? <laughs> Like, I don't like you. You're not good for me. Oh, I bet you have to live with me. I'm like, what is this garbage? But I was there. I was like snacking. I was watching it. Middle of the second act, movie fucking just flips. It's a fucking Vegas crime thriller. I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? Oh, shit. And I'm like, all right, it's terrible. But I'm laughing. I'm not sure if they meant for me to be laughing so hard sometimes. But you were consistently laughing. Like, I laughed till the end of the movie. Oh, that's fantastic. I was like, I got to look how hard this do. And I'm like, two two stars on IMDb, zero on Rotten Tomato, like garbage. I'm like, no, these people are being too rough on this film. This was clearly a film that someone pitched to become a blockbuster, like a summer release, and they're like, get the fuck out of here. No one knows you, mm. you little schlemiel. <laughs> I woke up with that word stuck in my head for some reason. And and then they're like, fuck it. I'm just going to go like the, the streamer route. And they found a bunch of unknown actors, and they made this movie. Right. Because okay. like that movie could have been Chris Evans, and I don't know, uh, Jessica Chastain, if it wasn't set in like uh, college, right? If you had just changed that intro. So I'm watching this, I'm like, there's potential. Whoever made this movie, which I can't remember who it is right now, there's potential for a career down the line. Oh, shit. Here. No, dude, it's Roger Cumble. Is it? Do you know who that is? No. That's the guy who made Cruel Intentions, Just Friends with... It is uh, Cruel Intentions, right? Yeah, but Just Friends with uh, Ryan Reynolds. Uh, the, the amazing oh, yeah. Christmas movie, you know? This movie was way funnier than it should have been. Like... Okay, and then he, he, he did, let's see, he did one of the after movies. What's the, ever, what's the rating on IMDb? Have you ever heard, well, have you ever heard of these after movies? They're like... So, right after we watched this, we watched after. The I, first one. And I was homesick and I was working. Okay. So, I'm working and watching at the same Those time, right? Those are really terrible They're movies. terrible. <laughs> For the first 30 minutes, I'm like, holy shit, when did, what's her name? Uh, what's the girl from uh, 13 Reasons Why? Langford. What's her first name? Josephine Langford. That's the girl for that's Hannah Baker. Oh no, Catherine. Catherine. Lang so I'm like, when the hell did Catherine Langford lose all this weight? First of all, she wasn't that heavy. Why did she lose so much weight? She looks unrecognizable. No, it's her sister. And I realize it's her fucking sister. sister Josephine Langford. Who, yeah. Uh, I think maybe a a massive talent under all the bad decisions. Interesting. Okay. Because yeah, right honestly. now she's been pigeonholed into. Yes. Yes. She's stuck in the, this with, romance shit with the Joseph Fiennes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Fiennes is. Son. son, yeah, hero finds. <laughs> hero finds. Is it Joseph or is it Ray finds son? Hold on, I don't know. Yeah, so, he's, so oh, Anna no, made me. This. He's nephew of both Rafe and Joseph oh, finds. So, so they have another brother. They apparently they have oh, another brother, or no? Excuse me, they have a sister oh. named Martha finds. Oh, so he kept their name smart. Yeah, yeah. So um, she puts on after. Within hero finds Tiffin, fucking guy. <laughs> so within like five minutes, I'm like, I can't watch this. Like I walk out, oh, I wow, come in okay. back and forth a few times. And I was like, this is this is just trash. Like, I can't, this is Twilight level garbage. I can't watch this. How many are there? There's After, After We Collided. Oh, no, wait, hold on. There's, there's a bunch of them. There's a whole, dude. Anyways, my point is, and I'll go back to the Beautiful Creatures joke. Okay. In the, um, what was the first movie? A Beautiful Disaster. Beautiful Disaster. The dad, who's like a degenerate gambler, is what's his name from uh, 90210? 
uh, I don't know the actor's name right now. Oh, Brian Austin Green. Yes. Okay. So it's Brian Austin Green, and he's like the old guy dad. I'm like, look at this, Anna. These guys are the old guys. Yeah, yeah, the movies. Which means that... And in After, was it After? Yeah, it's After. Uh, who's the bitch who made out with Neff Campbell in Beautiful Creatures? Thumb Blair. No, that's, no, no, hold on. You're, oh, you're all over thing. the place. Wait a second. Selma Blair made up with made out with Sarah Michelle Geller yes. in Cruel Intentions. Denise Richards made out with Nev Campbell in Wild Things. <laughs> what about Selma Blair? Where who did she make that's out? That's what I just with? said. Selma Blair. You said Denise Richards. Just no, now. Selma Blair made out with Sarah Michelle Geller in yes. Cruel Intentions. Yes, okay. So yes. so I see her lecturing Selma Blair now, lecturing like a, a teenager right, about okay. boys. And I'm like, what the hell? Weren't you making out with bitches in the pool? I'm like, Anna, we it wasn't in the pool. It was in the I'm racing a movie. It doesn't matter. Okay? It doesn't matter. Uh, the point is, the young adult hotties of our youth are the old guy and old lady parents now. Yes, that's, it's that's, super that's weird. what happened. It's that's like when true. I watched uh, Spider-Man and, uh, oh, fuck, I can't remember. Help me. Her name? At me? Uh, which one? The new Aunt the May? The one, yeah. Marissa Tomei? Marissa Tomei. And Marissa Tomei is Aunt May, and I'm like, no, Aunt May can't be super hot. Aunt May has to be an old lady. Right. That's Marissa Tomei. But we've established that it's in a different universe. It doesn't right? matter. No. Marissa, okay. Aunt May can't be that hot. I don't, I disagree. I, I like watching Marissa Tomei. I Just like so watching Marissa Tomei a lot. Dude, Marissa told me you want to. So you, yeah. you're taking my advice. We're all over the place. Yeah, I know. This, I this, this episode's. You know what? Ridiculous. We keep saying this book will be more structured, but no, I refuse to be <laughs> structured. Just, he won't let me. I will not. He won't let me. Um, Top five Marissa Tomei movies. Go. Before the devil knows you're dead. Oh, he's doing it. My cousin Vinny. My cousin Vinny's not okay. What do you mean? What, I thought it'd be higher in the list. No, no. Why? Because you haven't seen Before the Devil Knows You're Dead. That's why. Oh, you're going from the top. Oh, I thought you were going uh, five up. No, no, okay, I guess. Uh, no unclear, bro. No, unclear. You know what? Marissa Tomei had a great performance in <laughs> Crazy Stupid Love. I don't know yeah, if you ever seen that. She was fantastic in that. I know it's a very small role, and it shouldn't be like what we think about when we showcase Marissa it. Tomei. I'll allow it. Um, but my cousin Vinny, Before the Devil Knows You're Dead. What else was of note? Uh, the Wrestler. She was great in mm, that. She was. Um, then what's I keep going back to before the devil knows your dick? God, I love that fucking. You're not gonna movie, man. include like that one episode of Seinfeld she did. No, 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 no. no. I'm thinking of uh, good, yeah, good Marissa Tomei movies. She she should be in more shit, man. I wonder why she isn't. Bad agent. I don't know. Maybe. She should be in a lot more things. Yeah, All right, I got four. That's fine. That's yeah. more than I could do. <laughs> more than I could do. Who made Crazy Stupid Love? Crazy Stupid Love is. is written oh, was that a dad and fogelman script i'm pretty it sure is, right? it was a dad and fogelman script um hold on i just because i know I that i think of any more movies that she's in nothing's coming to mind yeah it was a dan fogelman script who directed that but that was directed by glenn for and john recca so right. it was the guys from bad santa um <laughs> yeah yeah bad santa. <laughs> it's a funny movie bad we're gonna do a christmas a episode movie. when the time comes if you want. Or we're just going to do a Die Hard episode. If you want. Well, definitely a Die Hard <laughs> we episode. We did, kind of. We sort of did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. she was good in uh, King of Staten Island also with uh, Pete Davidson. I haven't movie. seen the King of Staten Island. What? No, no, I haven't oh, seen it. Oh, my God. It's it's so Sorry, much better than it should be. Like, yeah? It's, yeah, it's, oh. it is so good. I'm you know really the not problem kidding. is? I end up watching bad films. Yeah, I know. Because. Me too. I can never commit them. Like, these all look so good, and I don't know what to watch. We're an AD- and by the time I get there, it's like 10 o'clock. I'm like, I can't watch a fucking we're, we're an, movie. We're an ADD society. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, we'll, we'll no, no, it's not a question of ADD. It's it's a question of I need to... It, 
I have an ill ability to commit to a decision because I don't know what the right choice is sometimes. Right. <laughs> I right? suffer from that all the time. It, it, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, there's a term for it. I think it's uh, option paralysis. Uh, I can't remember what the term is. So I'm like, okay, I really want to watch The Irishman because I still haven't seen it. But Silo has been getting some interesting reviews. Right, okay, I was like, yeah, yeah. That's a week-long investment. But this is, with my schedule and my kids being, you know, psychos, I can't watch a three-hour movie when I start at 10. No. I'll never make it through the next day. So this is like a two-night event for me. Yeah. And I don't think it should be. I feel like I should watch it in one sitting because I hate splitting up a movie. So so what I'll end up doing is watching something stupid, like 65. <laughs> How was it? I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it. I was just like, oh, my God. I really, really, I really want to see it. I really want to watch that. Dude, we should. Like, it's tough. We should get oh, together dude, and I just watch remembered, like, shit movies together. I just remembered uh, in the offer when they're in the movie theater and they're watching um, Planet of the Apes. And yeah. Aston goes, you know the ending? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and everyone in the theater is like, <gasps> and Anna looks at me and she's like, what's wrong? I'm like, can't you imagine yeah, yeah. being in the theater? Ah, oh, it would blow your mind. For that. Ah, it would blow your mind. Like, wow. I wish I had been around in the 70s sometimes. I would love to do a podcast episode focused on like the best reveals. And it would be like spoiler Ooh, heavy. Let's do it right now. You want to do it right now? Spoiler heavy, huh? The spoiler heavy. Uh, you guys have 10 seconds to answer. Yeah, it's great. Okay, let's do it. Best reveals. Okay, Sixth Sense is up there for sure. Yeah, it's sure, a good reveal, sure. right? You want another one that fucking just completely blew my mind? I was I was younger, I guess. The Usual Suspects. The Usual Suspects Ooh. might be my favorite. Reveal. What is the reveal? Okay, so this is a film in which it's such a convoluted story. I'm not going to get into it, but essentially, he's a convoluted guy. These. Did, did Tarantino write the script? You no, no, no. That was written by Chris McCary, who won an Oscar for it, who's now become like Tom Cruise's go-to guy, made all the mission, the latest Mission yeah, Impossible's yeah, and the Jack Reacher. I always thought he wrote that for some reason. Nah, McCary's so. awesome. And that was directed, sadly, by Brian Singer, who yeah. we don't talk about today, but, I mean, shit. Tell them know? why. No, it doesn't matter. Google Brian Singer controversy or Google Brian Singer issues, and you'll kind of... I don't want to get into that. I don't want to give the guy the platform. Hashtag so these criminals get... Um, called in together in what seems like um, a random, you know, lineup and whatnot. And then they're tasked by the almost conciliary of a very boogeyman type uh, organization. No, boogeyman type guy named okay. Kaiser Soze. Kaiser Soze, yeah. Now, the, the entire film is being told in flashback mode by... Kevin Spacey's character, Verbal Kint, mm -hmm. who is a... Okay, don't do the whole film. I'm not going to do the whole film, but he's... Like he's, you're he's ruining a, it. He's a gimp with a lot of issues, he's and he's he's talking to the cop and basically telling him what's happened because it's all gone to shit. Okay. And how they were approached by Kaiser Soze's organization. They had to do this, or all of them were going to get killed, and their families killed, I don't remember what. And Kaiser Soze is the boogeyman of, like, the bad guys. And he starts to tell this incredible story filled with heists and trails and all this chaos shit. And the whole time, you know, the detective's like questioning verbal Kin, not knowing what's happening. And eventually he has to let Kent go because he's really a nobody, a fucking nothing gimp. Mm -hmm. and, <laughs> and as Spacey's walking out at the end, there's this like incredible montage of Someone who had survived and drew a picture, the only living person who knew what Kaiser Soze looks like. Mm -hmm. And he grabs the picture from the fax machine and it's it's fucking verbal Kint's face. And it's all cutting back to Kint's limp 
straightening out as he's walking. His foot is now walking straight. I guess that was a, a good. And then you just yeah. see that essentially everything that was behind him on like the you know the the cops murder board yeah. or whatever he was just grabbing names and weaving this bullshit story. <laughs> Like he even got the name of this really important part from the whatever the make of the bottom of the the guy's mug was, right? And it just reveals that the whole time you've had an untrustworthy narrator, you know, an unreliable narrator, and betrayed by yeah, yeah. yeah. And the whole time is you're being told this bullshit story by this criminal mastermind, and then just like that, he's gone. Yeah, it's 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 kind of it's fucking fantastic. I guess that is yeah. To me, the, ah, yeah, you're right. That one, that one's up there. Because I was thinking, when you said it, I was like, it's, I mean, it's a wild film that lies to you. Yeah. But I was like, is that really a plot twist? And you're right, it is it a plot is. twist, 100. I think so. Yeah. What's another one for you? Um, sorry about the bang. Uh, I mean, Star Wars, obviously, Empire Strikes Back. You put that on the list. It's yeah, it's yeah, a great father, yeah. theater. Um, Planet of the Apes. That's a great plot twist at the end. Sure. The reveal that you're not on another planet or whatever. It's the future. Here on Earth in the future. But did Which, he think he was in the past initially? I don't remember. No, I, I think. I forget the he, premise. Yeah, I, or he, no, I think he thought he was an astronaut, so he thought he was on another He planet. thought he was somewhere yeah. else. Yeah, you damn dirty. You're fucking class and Houston. What do you think of uh, Tim mm -hmm. Burton's, no, hold on, Tim Burton's uh, Planet of the Apes? Which one is Tim Burton's Planet of the Apes? Mark Wahlberg. Oh, that's Tim Burton? Yeah, yeah, that was Tim Burton. You guys think apes, huh? I didn't know that was Tim Burton. <laughs> that's Tim Burton. That's that, his I, version. I like do you remember that. his ending? Uh, didn't he have the Kalima throw back in there? He has the joke, right? He does, no? At the beginning? Caution live animals? No, no. Hold on. I don't Oh yeah. EB, that's that's an Easter egg. That's an Easter egg. What do you what do you think of the ending is what I want to know? Do you remember it? Um Wahlberg Wahlberg escapes. Yes. Gets back to Earth. Doesn't know what time period he's oh, in. Alright, Monkey Hamel Lincoln. Gets gets <laughs> Monkey Monkey Hamel Lincoln. <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> Yes. That's good. That was good. I killed myself. Nah, I like Monkey Ham Lincoln. Monkey Ham Lincoln. I was looking at a list because I couldn't think what are the best reveals. Best. Uh, and Moon comes up, but I don't remember the reveal in Moon. I don't want to spoil it. I remember Moon finishing Moon and going, wow, what a tour de force. That was one actor for like, what, two hours. And Spacey. And yeah, and Spacey. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You're so right. that's, that's just a little side Look, note here. Sorry about the coughing, guys. So, like, let's be honest, like, kind of fuck Kevin Spacey, right? Sure. Like, look, again, there are a lot of accusations. He just got proven innocent on a whole bunch of them, by the way, in court. So, but too much, too muddled. And the reason I say fuck Kevin Spacey is because, God damn, does Kevin Spacey not have such a good fucking prolific career that it, it fucking sucked, right? To, like, find out he was a possible creep or whatever you know what i mean, I mean like, they're all creeps these guys no, i know but I'm like i'm not dude, surprised look, or disappointed we're, look, look we're not even looking at look at this fucking just this conversation mm -hmm. we bring him up in usual suspects we bring him up in moon and here's another one with an incredible i don't know if you'd call it a twist but a really fucked up ending seven Ooh, that's the, not really a twist no it's not but i mean kind of because like i was thinking inception also but again not a twist it's not just a really twist. good yeah, ending. it's just good ending yeah yeah seven <laughs> Uh, seven yeah you know he had to fight they really wanted to put um his name in the credits and on the poster but it would Spacey? become yeah because it would come too obvious like that he's the killer oh, in seven right so, oh, spoiler oh we kind of warned them yeah well it's it's, it's not a, it's not like it's not like a twist it's not the it's just the reveal it's just the reveal that this actor who had just won an oscar for usual suspects i'm looking at a list here and it's a terrible list uh what else you got like the, the prestige the, not really a twist mm -hmm. 
I mean, the others, I don't remember the others. The others had a good twist. You Old know boy? Others, you know what the others twist is? Tell me. So it's a family uh, dealing with a haunting. They're the ghosts. And yeah, it turns out yeah, they're the ghosts. I've never seen the movie. I know nothing about it, if I guess. <laughs> like, no, but it's a really, really well-made Scream. film. Scream's a great... Uh, the first scream that yeah, but it's, it's not, not a, a twist, twist. To reveal. yeah we got it we got one of the best reveals we didn't we, did, say we said reveal you're a piece yeah. of shit you lied to everyone <laughs> hold on hold on wait up let me see this list here okay coco coco has a great no, i haven't seen coco and i know we don't give a shit about our audience are spoiling shit but don't spoil shit i for have me. to say i won't spoil it pixar's coco first of all once you know the twist you're like how did i not know this from the fucking title card right at the beginning of the film okay um, it's probably Pixar's best movie in the last 10 years. Over Up? Oh, wait, was Up 10 years? Up? No, Up. Okay, I'll include Up in there, but Up just makes you feel so, you know, right here. It's in the feels. Coco is a fucking wild ride. Up's 2009, so it's over 10 years. You're fine. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're, I'm, you're, I'm fine. You're good. Coco is a fucking wild ride filled with, like, uh, mariachi skeleton music. Okay. And, uh, racism. racism. No, it's amazing. Mexican mariachi music. Yeah, yeah I'm kidding. Uh, uh, fucking real name, not Tommy Chong. His other half, Cheech Marin. Cheech Marin. Yeah, so Tommy Chong and Cheech Marin voice characters. Amazing. I don't know about Tommy Chong actually. Cheech Marin does. He plays Chicharron. Chicharron. Yeah, he's I amazing. Like he sings this like vulgar song. I'm like, why is this in the kids' movie? <laughs> so, uh, but the twist at the end, you're like, so over Pato. over Encanto, over Encanto is fine. I okay. enjoyed it. The music is great. Uh, you know what? I mean, it's Lin Manuel Miranda, right? I only saw the trailer of uh, of Encanto. I saw Encanto remember... on Ice. Oh wow! Wow. Okay. Yeah. I watch I, a lot of Disney stuff now. I remember thinking just from the trailer, like these visuals are fucking stunning. Oh no, not at all. In Encanto. Encanto's visuals did not impress me. Oh okay. They're they're on par with Coco, but Coco is more impressive. Okay. Because Coco enough. builds this entire other. Like World of the Dead, right? You're like, yeah, yeah. What the fuck is fair happening? enough, fair enough, fair enough. Okay. And the okay. twist is just fucking. It's Shakespearean twist. Oh wow! It's wild. <laughs> it's fucking. It's a Greek tragedy, honestly. That's amazing. It's Whatever fucking. It's Oedipus. All right, Oedipus. I'm checking it out. I'm checking it out. So yeah, it's so good. It's so good. And and you never. The first time I watched it, I watched it with my kids. My daughter had seen it. She was okay. like four. And she's like, I want to watch the Coco. You're my baby. I should never. Why did like she? That. Say I don't know. <laughs> I stole her from Colombia. Getting divorced. Yeah, divorce. Divorce. So um, we're watching it, and Anna's like in and out of the room. And at some point, I get heavily invested. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? And then the reveal comes, and I'm like, shut the fuck. Anna, get in here. Get the fuck in here. I rewinded. The little one's crying. I don't want to watch the same scene. I'm going, shh. Watch the next 30 minutes of this movie. She's like, okay. What the fuck? Like, oh, we're all just it? like, what the hell is oh, happening? Oh, shit. Okay. I did not see it coming. I should have, though, because if it was an adult film, I would have seen the twist. Yeah, but you're not expecting it. But I like I, I like that idea that it disarms you. Because I here's the thing: yeah, when you watch enough you. movies, Coco's a great fucking review. Like what bothers me is sometimes I have trouble if it's a whodunit or if it's like there's I you know there's gonna be a reveal. Mm -hmm. I try and I try hard, and sometimes I fail at like turning that part of my mind off where I'm like using everything in film language to figure it out right i really don't want to because i want to be a part of it i want to enjoy the ride and and a lot of times i i can a lot of times i just ah oh, fuck you know like i figure it out like i know what's going to happen <laughs> so that's because you have add um it's true arrival is on this list arrival had a fantastic reveal but not for everybody arrival arrival reveal, i won't spoil 
Yeah, and I either, just I either refuse. Arrivals reveal. I'll give it to you like this, guys. You're either gonna fucking love it, or you're gonna absolutely hate it. There is no in between. I remember being like, oh, what the f- what? Oh, that that was my res- like. I was like the realization. I was like, what the? Okay. And then it's because it changes everything you witness throughout the film. It recontextualizes the entire movie. Yeah. So you're like, where? Who's my protagonist? Like, my protagonist is bad or good? Like, what's happening? And you're confused, like because everything you assumed you understood why they were doing it based on the story's flow, or maybe there was a little mystery in it, whatever. You're like, okay, okay. but then you see the reveal, and you're like, what the fuck? Okay, it's a painful it's, reveal. It's a, it's a it's a betrayal by the protagonist to some extent. It, is it? Yes. No. It's it's no, a painful no, I guess reveal. It's, it's a painful it's a, reveal. It's a painful reveal. Yeah. Don't think too much because I don't think you're gonna see it because is wrong with this guy <laughs> so many things we have to start timing these because so i am i, I didn't get going for about 40 minutes no but that's not what i mean is that okay so our last episode was what 20 it was under 30 minutes we did the 30 right? minutes someone said they liked the 30 minute format it felt short to me it really did i so i i, I listened People to it back and i was just like no that's too short it's too short there are no strings on me let's do it i just i do have i have a location scout at two that's fine so i gotta be i'm gonna be gone way before that i don't like hanging out with uh, this guy. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> writer story. Be cough is killing. It's been like a month. I need sweet. this cough to go away. Don't have kids. Don't recommend it. Yeah, for your health, I'm, like your actual health. How much on five? Like four. Four on five. You recommend it or like no zero on five? You know, zero on five. You don't recommend. She watches. <laughs> she watches. Huh? Okay. <laughs> All right. He always says four, and I swear to God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but for your health, it's terrible. This time of year, they just bring. Home. It's like, I know this has nothing to do with movies, but it could be a good movie plot. Um, think of Splice when I tell tell this story. Okay, think of Splice. <laughs> <laughs> like the four people who watch Splice and listen to this podcast are gonna laugh. No, a lot of people have seen Splice. You think no? so? I don't think. Who so. made Splice? Vincenzo Natale. Yeah, we, Natale. We, we, yeah, we yeah, brought yeah. this up. So it's like you made your perfect little genetic carrier. Sure. So like the viruses get into them, they grow strong in this little weak, tiny immune system that's not mature. And then they're like, let me jump to this host. And they're like, oh, this host, similar genetics. We can just set up shop right away. So let's skip the getting sick part. Let's just be fucking sick. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. that's what it is. It's okay. like you've created a carrier vaccine for, 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 for plagues. They made that movie already. It's really? called Outbreak. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. From the monkey. Outbreak. <laughs> that's a shitty movie. No. No. Outbreak for its time. Okay. For its Why time. Why Outbreak. Why the happening, though? Because that's a shitty movie. Why are you trying to kill us? Sorry. No, the, the, yo, it's not out, a shitty movie. We Outbreak scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Didn't Outbreak come out a year before the COVID pandemic? No, Outbreak came out in the 90s. What am I, I, thinking? I don't know what you're thinking of. What the hell are you thinking mm. of? Outbreak's the one with the monkey and Ebola. Or Ebola-type virus. It's a fucking... Epic Wolfgang Peterson film with uh, Dustin Hoffman, Rene oh, Russo, Morgan. Morgan yes, 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 yes. I'm sorry. I retract my statement. Everyone gets. I'm thinking of something else. Shut up, Siri. Everyone's listening to us. <laughs> Every everyone gets really fucking sick and they're sweating, whatever. They're and bleeding out of shit. I go out and I play basketball with my friends and I'm sweating and then I panic. Gotta <laughs> have a bowl. We have now entered into the discovery period of this podcast where we discover why Peter is the way he is today. Oh my God. His childhood trauma and hypochondria stem from outbreak. Outbreak. Yeah. 100%. Oh, you. Outbreak. Yeah, I Michael, believe it. Michael Crichton. Crichton? How do you say his name? Crichton. Crichton? Crichton. Yeah. 
Creighton? Creighton. What a Creighton. Or Creighton. Whatever, yeah. Anyways, uh, Outbreak. Yeah, I remember Outbreak. What's another movie that... Am I another shitting, review. Am I review. shitting on this dead guy and he and he didn't even write the book? I'm pretty sure he did. Okay. Just... Uh, reveals. <gasps> okay. The Mist. Oh, dude, don't. Is The Mist a reveal? Yeah, it is a reveal. Don't, yeah, don't yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. do that to the me. The Mist. Oh, I fucking... Yeah, see, I'm shitting on I'm shitting on Michael Gray. He never wrote the book. Uh, <laughs> he had nothing. He had nothing to do with it. Wow. Probably, yeah, probably thinking something else. But yeah. anyways, okay, the, the so, mist is a great reveal. We're still doing this, right? Yeah, I have a like, twists at the end. Yeah, you know what? Like, like, twist. Uh, every dude. Shyamalan movie, I guess, put it on the list, but I don't want to go through them. No, it's okay. We don't. Uh... I remember after I started watching a lot of his like experienced uh, Shyamalan's films, um, I was like, every story needs a massive twist, but it doesn't. No, no, stories don't always inherently need a twist. I find myself writing, building up to a twist. I'm like, who the fuck cares about a twist? Do you think he wanted... I would love to interview this guy. Do you think he wanted to be that guy? I think he really loves misleading the audience like that. Yeah, yeah okay, I so think he enjoys think, it. Okay, yeah. you don't think he just He's made of, the sixth sense and then was like, it was such a massive success. He's like, I gotta I gotta have a reveal. I gotta. That'll be my calling oh, card. I never thought of that. Huh, I just always assumed those were the type of stories. Like, directors maybe, have calling maybe. cards, Yeah, right? maybe. I just maybe. But the thing about Shyamalan, where he fucked okay. up, in my opinion, is okay. after one, two, three movies like that, like, after The Village, right? That was fourth, yeah. After The Village, you should have fucking the next movie, the twist should have been that there's no twist. Because everyone would have been waiting for it. Yeah, okay, I guess. I mean, look. Because at that point, it's not no, a twist. You know, you know it's now, coming. Now, now we got to do it. Now we got to go through it. Okay, so you got the sixth sense. Sure. Um, what a twist. Yeah, incredible twist. But, yeah. I mean, important to the story. No, no, yeah. Uh, beautiful, that's why beautiful, people, beautiful. That's why people still talk about it. Very good. Um, then we go number... Num What's up? I had a flashback to a previous episode when we were doing the Bruce Willis thing, and you looked me right in the eye and you went, Multipass. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. Oh, that's Dallas. Okay. Dallas. I had to let you get it out. Sorry, thank you. So... <laughs> Movie number two, arguably the my favorite and his best, Unbreakable. Yes, right. Uh, that, that could des that deserves a sequel. It did. It got two. <laughs> it did. Yeah, I never saw them. Okay, are they any good? I one one is one, oh, dude, one is very good. I can't tell you anything now without spoiling anything. Oh wait, it got not real sequels, and then the last one was with what's his face. Oh, what's the actor's name who plays Professor X in the new X Men? James McAvoy. James McAvoy. Thank you. Why'd you laugh at me like that? Because I, I don't remember names. Okay. Uh, I feel so Wait, bad. What was the second one? I feel so bad because now I have to. I, we're in spoiler territory. Now I have to spoil it. What's now the second no, one? I can't tell you without spoiling. That's what I'm trying to tell you. You're, you're setting a trap. Isn't that the movie I'm talking about? Yeah, but okay. All right. Here so we what's go. The third here one? we go. Here we go. All he's doing is whispering sexy things in my ears. <laughs> yes, you're right. It did. I, I've seen them. They were solid. Okay. As a trilogy, it You holds. think so? Yeah. Okay. They, were, I, they, I, they weren't phenomenal. They weren't unbreakable. I don't, right? So here's the thing. Split's interesting. Split is very, very good. I, I, I really it's believe scary that. For, it's scary. Glass is a brilliant concept. But it shoehorns itself into an existing universe. No, but it's also... Fuck you. All right, I don't care. We're doing it. Okay. All right, so, let's do it. Um, Unbreakable is the story. I mean, a lot of people, hopefully, you've seen this. The story of a guy named David Denham, who's... Uh, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis plays this character. He's who, in a train collision. And walks away perfectly fine. Like, he's completely uninjured. 
and is being and it's bad by the way like yeah 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 everyone's dead uh, and he comes out without a scratch i just remembered another twist go on so so he's um it starts to realize that not only is it weird that he's fine but it starts to dawn on him that he's never been sick he's never been injured nothing bad has ever physically the opposite of me yeah and uh that he starts to test these theories out that he's unbreakable right uh, lifting weights well above what a human being should be able to. Does he survive. do that on his own, or is he being prompted? Well, there's a part of it that he's kind of being sought after by his exact opposite—a man so frail that a gust of wind could, could shatter him. his bones. Like right? Uh, who nicknames himself Mister Glass? Who's a comic book obsessed guy, feeling that he's convinced he's his arch nemesis. Yes, yeah, and tries to build this arc between the two of them—that you are the hero and I am the villain. The, the villain, right? So epic film super good you don't even have to like comic book movies to just be drawn into it now Shyamalan continues his career with um signs which man i'm one i'm one of those i'm gonna admit it i'm gonna, I'm gonna I like go out Sign. of the closet i liked signs when it came out that little and then, haunted me forever. And, boy, and then it and then people like i had a i had a teacher who was like did anybody see signs i was like yeah i liked it he's like really you you like the idea that aliens will come to a planet made up of eighty percent water and their weakness is water, and I go, oh man, he's right. This film is stupid. I've <laughs> never considered that. Really, your whole life, yeah. And I'm like, so then you start to justify it in your head just to protect yourself and be like, you know, oh, oh my god. No way, way! You go, you go, you go, you go. Wait, uh, maybe, maybe they didn't know that they were. How would they not know? <laughs> you start to say this. You this just look at the planet civilization. That no, but maybe not that they didn't know it was water. Maybe they didn't know they were allergic to water, oh, right? Okay, but you go, you oh, go. Yeah, yeah. Let's go with this. no, but you uh, a, a, a a group of beings that can travel light speeds and have technology far advanced really wouldn't know this. It's like a really big stretch, right? Maybe they never encountered water before. Fine, but that's insane because it's it's one of the most, like, is it? it is it? Because we've been looking for it for a long fucking time, Peter. Fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. Okay, see, right. now, and then you start you're starting to give some some weight back to it. Anyways, I'm not gonna dissect science, but no, let's please please don't. It's also super no, religious. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's so, super religious. Yeah, the village. I actually happen to really like the village. I'm I don't in the minority. feel any particular way. I watched it I and like, I, I like the I watched it. The I remember one. Oh, I like you, it. Did you like the twist? I enjoyed the twist. Okay. It's fine. And then I forgot the movie existed. Fair enough. After the village, though, there was like, he started going, you see, he started doing away from like the twist films. Uh, he had a failure called Lady in the Water, which I, I'm going to say right here, Lady scary. in the Water is fucking incredible. I love that. I remember being very, very scared of Lady in the it's Water. It's not even scary. It's What's just that? people hate the, the concept of the movie. Uh, call, me a, call me whatever you want. It's a La Llorona story, no? No, it's no, 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 no. It's, it? it's, it's so much more than that, but like oh. it. It worked for me. Like a lot of people hate on that movie, but we'll, we'll get to it. What's the movie did in the elevator? That's not him. He produced That's that. That's not him. No, he well he produced it, but it's not. It was made by what the, was that the called? Devil. Devil. Devil was cool. Devil, Devil I like. Cool. Yeah, yeah Devil, I like Devil. Devil. But see, those kind of films. I really thought that like, was one of his. No, no, it's just because they slapped his name on it. Oh, okay, right? okay. Devil, uh, but yeah. as a filmmaker, after the failure of Lady in the Water, he started to like move away from. I mean, he made uh, the Last Airbender, which is no, I haven't seen it, but it's known as like the worst, one of the worst movies ever made, based on that anime. I, I used to watch the anime as a kid. Yeah, well, it's yeah. coming back on Netflix I as know. a series. I, right? I don't care enough to watch it. Fair enough. Um, and. Uh, 
what you end up seeing after this is uh, After Earth with Will and Jaden Smith, then The Happening, whatever. After uh, Earth is terrible. Yeah, it is. They're all terrible. Yeah, so he had this like run of bad. And you films. can tell that Smith thinks he's making his opus in that movie. Yeah, like this like beautiful family story about a Maybe. father. Yeah, and you're like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, I don't you know. Just want your son I, to get famous. Yeah, and his just friends like your wife. I was fine. <laughs> I was fine with it and the pursuit of happiness, it. like the father son thing that worked. But That's like, movie. anyways, so then, um, what's it called? Uh, Shyamalan does this film called The Visit, uh, and it was the visit kind of him playing with found footage mentality. It's about two kids who get dropped off by their mom to visit their grandparents, mm -hmm. and then the mom leaves because she's really really busy type what of person. I've never seen this. And then the, the question throughout the film is: Are the Hans in this? Are the great? Yeah, she's the mom. Are the grandparents acting weird for whatever horror-related reasons, or are they even the grandparents? And right? you never know. Well, I mean, you do, but it's not oh, okay. quite. Oh, I mean, kind of. So it was. Here's the thing: it was an actually pretty never. fun movie. Yeah, you'd like it. I think you'd like it. It's scary. Now, yeah, it's kind of scary. I guess. I mean, um, so I, I remember watching it and going, "Oh shit, is this?" Is this the comeback? Are we starting to see, you know, Shyamalan return? Return, and then I see the trailer for Split, and I remember thinking, okay, you know what? I like the visit. I'll be willing to give Split, uh, Split a chance. Split has a, an incredible performance by Mac James McAvoy. Yeah, it's and beyond incredible. It's one of the most underrated performances you'll ever see. Now, Split is a story about a guy who kidnaps these three girls, and it's revealed that he has uh, he's fighting multiple like many personalities. Yeah. That are, yeah, that are all trying to keep the beast away. The beast is the final transformation, the final yeah. personality that will take over, and he will be, he believes it will make him all powerful. And, yeah. And you're watching this film, and it's just kind of like a standalone story, and you get to the ending, and it's fun, and it's exciting, and Anya Taylor-Joy, by the way, in like her mm -hmm. first, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it ends, or you think it ends, and I remember I'm in the theater, and the theater wasn't very backed. Um and and then you're watching a scene with these news reports and the camera slightly pans and you're at yes. a diner and you see Bruce Willis appear and the way the vibe of it and the music that swells you start to realize that that's the David character from Unbreakable this is a hate, hidden secret Unbreakable sequel and it's fucking awesome. And nobody reacted in the theater because nobody, nobody got it because nobody, nobody remembered Unbreakable. Nobody remembered Unbreakable. Yeah. And I was so I excited. I saw the theater too, actually. I was so jacked. And then it was announced that he's going to close this out as a trilogy called Glass, bringing back Samuel L. Jackson from Unbreakable, mm -hmm. uh, Bruce Willis from, Un uh, from Unbreakable, and Split, and the main character from Split, played by James McAvoy. And Glass is horribly upsetting. Uh, upsetting. Just Glass takes. Have you seen it? Mm -hmm. You sure? <laughs> Glass takes the story of sure. this society that has kidnapped these three psychiatric society mm -hmm. or society. Why am I calling psychiatrically? Yeah. That is trying to convince them that like, you guys all think you're superheroes, but you're not, and you're you're not well, and we need to bring you back down to reality, and then possible reveals that this is actually a secret society that's why i had the word society in my head gotcha. that is trying to stop superheroes from, from being emerging. known in the public or anything like that yeah okay um 
and then yeah and then it just i don't know it was a cool concept poor execution in my opinion and very controversial uh endings to now that. i'm not sure i've seen glass up I, I everything you said seems very familiar but, I but that, that's all in the trailer the yeah that's all in the trailer maybe that's why but i have seen split and I, split without the reveal cool movie oh awesome with, with the, the reveal, reveal awesome yeah yeah he should have just left it there though it would have been enough for me if you had What are just... you talking about? No, you can't tease David Dunham being like, oh, this is a new enemy I have to take think, care of. I think that's amazing. We're going to end the episode on that. Yeah, we are. Because that's yeah, because awful. arrived think... at a fucking impasse. I'm going to strike him after this, all right? This is Remember, been 24. Remember, anything away from this episode, it's that Kubrick's best film was The Moon Landing. My name is Phil Balabanos. Ah, Peter that's James. Pietro and uh, Go over to our... Uh, social media page of Instagram, where sometimes I remember to share clips from here. Sometimes I don't. But I guess if you're watching these episodes, you don't really need to make your way over there. That's fine. Also, subscribe uh, to the YouTube channel, Pantelis Comedy, where us guys over here and those guys over there and the guys in that studio over there, we all have our podcast on there together. It's fun. It's Use like, guys we're like enjoy it. We're like a little family of guys. You know? <laughs> we even have a lady now. She does her own lady podcast. <laughs> yeah, they have a lady podcast. I know. <laughs> guys... Please start commenting on the Instagram, on YouTube, wherever you want. I want to know what your thoughts are. I want to know what you're liking about the show, what you're not liking about the show, uh, just so I can shit all over you and do whatever I want anyways, all right? So, he's in the Discord now, but he's not participating because nobody, nobody's challenged. Nobody's challenged me with a real question yet. That's why. I have a real question for you. I dare you. We'll see you next episode. Ah, you <laughs>